just case in point. I'm dealing with this pinched nerve thing. I'm at the point where like, I have to go to a doctor tomorrow, I think, yeah. and just be like, I need something for right now. And then I've done acupuncture. It's like, shame on me for not just taking better care of myself, because really, it's like, I need to just make it a standard well, we're like in our, in our 30s. I know, so it's just- It's gonna start happening. I know? mean, it just, it definitely is fault. like, oh, there's, it's not your fault. there's more maintenance. All right. Yeah. Uh, hey, Chelsea. Hey, Victoria. You know what I need? What? Breath Fresh movie. Me too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're listening to a Breath of Fresh movie, a weekly podcast for me, Victoria Harley. And me, Chelsea Pope. We watch a movie neither one of us has ever seen before, and then we talk about it. That's that's right. Mm-hmm. We might not talk about everything, but we will talk about anything. Spoilers so. ahoy! Yeah, yeah. Although this isn't one, at least that has like a twist. At, like this isn't one of those like oh, if we no, we are not gonna. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think any any think plot. You still spoilers. need to watch it to just experience it yeah this isn't like an old boy thing where like if you haven't seen it and then someone tells you the wrong part of it it like it kind of ruins it yeah i don't think this will do that um so we're talking about oh sorry yeah i realized sorry no no i i forgot we're talking about the 2009 romance thriller vampire movie etc etc many genres romance he, that's what he that's what he's that's what he's that's what he says okay. the director claims it's a romance okay. Okay. um thirst directed by park chan well, there sure was a lot of thirst there was a lot of thirst. A lot of thirst lots of thirst um uh oh logline this movie's loosely based on the 1867 novel therese Racan, written by emil zola uh, the film follows a catholic priest who turns into a vampire after a failed medical experiment then falls in love with the wife of a childhood friend so the whole the, the woman her parents are, are like the woman who's an orphan and then yeah. grows up with this with her cousin's family or whatever right like right. Or it's her, she grows up with her aunt she ends up being married into that family like like the the way the mother describes it is like well you know we shared a bedroom it's almost like indentured servitude yeah it's it's weird it's like yeah she came to stay with the family and then eventually just is married off to this to her aunt's son her cousin just it's just stay on essentially as like a house servant yeah they just they're just keeping her on as as like disgusting it's disgusting labor and he (laughs) Uh, the son, oh, I have his name, he is just particularly pathetic. Kang Wu. I thought he was funny. But he, he was, was funny. I mean, he sucked. He, su- but he sucked. I, I, honestly, like, Every, everyone kind of uh, sucked. Everyone in this movie right? kind of sucked. Everyone sucked. Yeah. Yeah. And not Did we because, say what we say the, okay, the, uh, and the main protagonist is like the, the, the priest, priest guy. Yeah. And his name, let me get these names right. Okay. Uh, priest Seng Hun. And then Teju is the girl. Yeah. And the one he falls in love with. Who you know? So his childhood friend is Kang Wu, and he comes into his life um, because this priest. Before any of that happens, right? It's like the whole thing with the I'm going to go and get infected, and then it goes. Yeah, badly. he he. I feel like it's like a hubris thing, honestly. Right. But it's but it's under the guise of it's him Catholic. wanting to do good. Yes, I think. That's me thing. being a pessimist looking at that character and being inc- incredibly judgmental. No, it's that it. presumption of like, I'm going to be the one who goes through this trial that no one survives and I'm going to be the one that helps this, that helps find the cure yeah. for this incurable thing. I'm going to be the hero a little bit. Yeah. Um, 
you know he does kind of have to be someone who's more sympathetic to that character could yeah could definitely disagree with that but no, I, totally. I just think it's he does this a number of times and it's like always to his detriment where he tries to mm-hmm. he tries to step up and be the hero because that's what the ascribed moral code is supposed to be for someone like him but he drags people into it who yeah have like no desire to be dragged into it you know like yeah. maybe that's all religious what have you but Father, um, father. Wasn't that creepy when Tasha? T- when yeah. she's calling him father, and yeah. he's even like, "Don't call me father." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's incredibly uns or like unsentimental. Yeah. Like there's no. It's unromantic. The pers- It feels like um, that novel it's based on. I've never read it, but I think you know it, it's kind of this. I got the sense from what I was reading that it's something of a naturalist novel, and by that I mean like I don't know if you ever read Ethan Frome. There were a lot of books of a of an era that were um, the perspective was like sort of people are animals and we're going to treat it with that kind of narrative distance almost. So yeah. it's, it's not, it's a, if something's a tragedy it's described in such clinical terms and in such like basic, like it's, it's just too much. Like in Ethan Frome, it has to do with really just economic uh, forces are larger than these people's desires. And it just is not going to go well because of that. And yeah. like, that's sort of a naturalist, I guess, point of view there's other ways of looking at it but that's um that and makes I, sense and it kind of felt that way in this because yeah. as you as you said like and we both everyone sucks so everyone's kind of a mess like i kind Literally. of like i felt sort of bad for the girl you know i mean i, well, I definitely felt bad for teju sure. like teju was like the she was prison. The most, she was the most interesting character she was actually. the most you know she had the most interesting character and i almost was kind of like girl boss i know a little bit well, i like that obviously she goes off she goes off the deep end she goes but moth sorry Oh. startled me oh, no. behind you okay. okay well we'll let it be You're fine. uh no i agree i actually think she had the most interesting and full character arc yeah. she really went on because she escaped her situation mm-hmm. it became debatable about how truthful she was with that but i also kind of felt like that was very like let's blame I mean, the woman i mean we definitely saw her getting hit right and, and not being treated well so i don't um, understand this like but he she he's like i will kill for you now that i know he has abused you and then later it's like well did he hit you or not yeah <laughs> like, it's like but dude, that's, you that's all him. this bravado being hidden under that guy's morale yeah. but really he's like f- like very sexually driven at that point oh completely it's very there's a lot of visceral primal. visceral shit in this movie like yeah. Um, the peeling fingernails that was like the first yeah, that kind was of nasty. moment that was rough that was nasty Cronenberg um, stuff yeah like also um, when he's playing that he, you know he's taking the, the treatment and he's playing his recorder oh yeah and he nasty. just like coughs all this blood just through it just shoots straight through the flute it's almost kind of funny I mean, but it kind of looks really gross it was kind of I mean that's the thing there are moments that are oddly funny yeah. well like okay right at the beginning this the patient that's flatlining and mm-hmm. it's like the priest is trying so hard to save him but the doctor just comes in looks bored almost mm-hmm. and just like paddles you know pfft, you know yeah. he doesn't that's his job he's used to it he's so dead to it and it's like kind of funny or i find I, it funny. I, I think it's very funny too because um it's like that that juxtaposition of just how commonplace that the yeah the the death is in his profession versus this you know kind mm-hmm. of hero complex of, of yeah. this you know, uh, religious figure coming in trying to like yeah. be a hero. Yeah. And meanwhile, the doctor's just like, 
Yeah. Okay. Like, so you take your ease so much ego. It's yeah. When you take the ego away. It's like it it's, is, it's hard. It's hard not to look at. It's true. At, um, and people are worshiping him, and he's like, "Please, I am not." You know. But he like is. He loves it. it. He loves it. No, you're right. It's very Catholic. I mean, the way that he's carrying yeah. this guilt, or like I can't. But also, it seems like he can't enjoy something unless it's kind of wrong. You know. Like, yeah. Um. It's and, the guilt. Guilt. Yeah. Complex. Exactly. Um. There were a couple. Oh, I thought another darkly funny moment was when he went to the lab, and the the head of the lab, I think is he was Doctor Emmanuel, is go- giving the presentation with the slideshow, and he's mm-hmm. like monotone, clicking. You will experience this. Like you will get coils. <laughs> Then they will split open. Then they will do like he just he doesn't <laughs> just like unrelenting. Yeah, like, this is, this and he's is bad. Oh, and it's he's, really bad. He's it gets n- worse. He's not even looking at the screen that he's cycling through because this is they've done it. So they've much. done it so many yeah. times. He knows like how many clicks. You know what I mean? It, Christ, that is funny. Um, and how darkly funny too that yeah, like the only way the priest would survive. Yeah. Is through him getting going through a tr- blood transfusion, being corrupted. Yeah, with vampire blood. Yeah, but he thinks he's a hero. Like that. That's it's. Yeah, it's very. Where did dark. that vampire blood come from, by the way? Who's to fuck? Who's just wasn't clear. There's. That's the other. It's very nihilist. It's very absurd in yeah. that way. Where it like, also, oh yeah, I, like it's almost more of just the statement of like the irony that it got. That's that this character. Yeah. It's he could only survive through these these uh, fantastical means, but they they have nothing to do with God. No, 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 not at all. Um, yeah, he he's he's injecting a lot of seriousness into everything. And then when he encounters, yeah, he's kind of a buzzkill. Yeah, and then when he encounters Teju, it's like here's somebody who actually is in trouble or actually suffering. And there was something like really wickedly funny about after like you know. He got his dick wet for the first time. Yeah. And like they have to, co- they're interrupted and they come back to the table where they're playing Mahjong. And there's this whole subtext. You should come back. Yeah. And, you know, like I, I can't, that's too far away. I have to come sooner. <laughs> like, and yeah. I don't know. I thought it was going to maybe stay in that funny place a little bit. but Yeah, especially because then there was that, the death, too. I thought it was going to be a little more like, tongue-in-cheek a little bit. And then it like ended, those images of the like the, yeah. the ex-husbands. He's Who's kinda, between he's them. He's smiling, yeah. like, kind of like almost directly at camera. He's looking beyond camera, but like it's yeah. that very sort of like fourth wall breaking, like... Like if this was a if it was a, a comedy horror that yeah. would be like the button for me right yeah yeah like they have to live with this we only really see those couple of images and that's a few times that's that's yeah. really because that, I was like drop that yeah because I was like oh okay they're like oh it's just a psychological thing just ignore it and it's like wait what you know um it, yeah I, I think it you know some people call his work genre blending and it certainly is that mm-hmm. but I agree that like by the end you asshole she didn't want to die. Yeah. Like she was cool to just keep going on the way she was, but you decide that no, she's gonna hurt people. And well yeah, she's a vampire. Well he also like, like he selfishly like murders her then too yeah. because he's so mad that that she uh basically what what she coerced him into doing murdering her husband like right. that goes against his egotistical right. like I'm God I'm adjacent to God he's so mad at having be, been yeah, taken advantage of in that way that he yeah. kills her and then very selfishly like brings her back but then expects her to only be the type of vampire he that is. will follow his yeah. ethical code yeah, which she, is like bullshit too. Yeah, because when she became a vampire, I was thinking of 
Kirsten Dunst in yeah, it's gonna be one of those she's gonna feel trapped in it or something yeah. like she's kind of she's being but she also like in. if I watched that movie recently and her childlike ability to kill like right. with a whim I did think that I felt like this woman is embracing her nature and mm. the nature of this sort of evil thing now that she is or this strange thing that she's in power like she's she's yeah she's given power but then he has to keep checking it or yeah. taking it away from yeah. her yeah and I didn't this is all all the more reason why like kind half jokingly but also I'm a little bit like girl boss girl boss girl boss yeah <laughs> you know? I don't I didn't like seeing her turn to dust yeah didn't like that what a dick it, what, I, darkly funny though yeah the sequence with the car and the oh, trunk yes. and then she's yes. pulling it and then he flings it then she grabs the trunk she yeah. tries to and then he flings it away further yeah. and then she tries to get under the car and then he rolls the car away and yeah <laughs> it was kind of funny it's I mean, funny but also what a, what, but what also, a like, piece what of work a, what, an what a dick taking away her her Thinking that he's like, yeah, I guess because he's thinking, oh well, she's just gonna, she's just going to malevolently kill, and I guess uh, you know that is indicated in how gratuitous her kills are, and her saying as much that like, oh, the blood literally tastes better if if there's a struggle, and you know, yeah, like (laughs) I'm not saying (laughs) fucking girl boss, you know what? Uh, We obviously related to one character. Fucking Theranos. This did feel like uh, three movies in one. Like it was like so many different. Yeah. Like every time I thought, oh, okay, this is where we're going to live, it would yeah. like leave that. And at first I liked that. And then it started to get a little fatiguing. It was very tight. Like at the halfway, like it was less than halfway after the first third because I thought it was the right. specific kind of movie. Yeah. Then it started shifting gears and I was like, oh, where are we going? Where's now? this going? Yeah. Also, fuck them all. Why didn't they just, all, why didn't they just ice her? Because that was a huge part of the problem was, too. Once she was catatonic, it, uh, was, it would have been very easy to just like, I like the way they casually lifted her chair though. Like yeah. oh, this is in the way. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. I did like the casual application of the super strength. Like there's fun. a moment where he uncoils a corkscrew to like stab the the dude in the chest. Yeah. Um, I feel like there was some other moments like that where it was just very casual. Um, He's also just again going. Just I know we're we're really laying it. I'm, I'm really laying into this protagonist. Oh, okay. Just let the other, just make the guy a vampire so he can see. Right. Make the other priest, let him, he's blind, like, you I know, dick. I know, I know. But he'll make his girlfriend a vampire. But you think that, yeah. no, it's the, it's it's selfish of your, of your ex, uh, like, fellow mentor to have, want to yeah. actually have the gift of eyesight. What, what an asshole. Yeah, dude, the dick. <laughs> that guy was a dick. And even, like, when remember when um the priest is going to go do the thing at the lab or whatever, the abbot, you know, he's like, He's like, I think you should go like learn optometry so yeah. that you can come and help me with my eyes. I mean, but it's about it's an ego. Yeah, trip thing. it's like no, that's not big enough. Exactly. You know? like, this guy sucked. This guy did kind of suck. This guy sucked. Um, he sucked and he fucked. Th- there was a line I think Teju gives, which is like, "Kill me or save me, you'll regret it either way." Yeah, and it's like that is so Catholic. Oh my oh, god. Oh man. Uh, Profound. It, this had a lot of uh, sexuality. Uh, eroticism in it. Yeah. I didn't necessarily find it erotic. I wouldn't. I um, think it, I having sex in gross. a having sex in a hospital bed. Not. She's also like. It's so hard not to see that actor as the dad in Parasite. Having seen that before this, right, right, right. And right. even though he is younger in this, and like. I don't. It's not connecting. I don't always ascribe to the age gap thing. I get a little. Yeah. I don't. I don't like when people get their panties twisted about that. Stuff. But <laughs> yeah. it really did feel a little like. It was a little 
pervy. It did feel like gross. Well, and then there was and, that, and her because she also had these very little girl like like yeah. sex noise, like, you know, very like yeah, uh, it was uh, it was a little very hente like. Yeah. Right. So it just a few. I just felt at, like I really needed a shower after like it was a movie 20 that 20 minutes of this movie yeah i definitely felt like it was there were scenes if somebody him father if somebody walked in on me in the living room watching this i feel like i'd have some splaining to do absolutely because <laughs> i mean like, it's not porn exactly <laughs> it's a it's a vampire movie i swear it's, but it's, is it because it really looked well and i mean i'm not saying again i didn't find it so much but i do think it had certain markers though of filming an erotic scene that work better than a lot of the way it gets handled like a lot of contemporary films sure. in America and I, which, I, if it gets handled at all I don't think this was a, this was a this was a uh, an aesthetically well executed and competent film yes it yeah. just made me feel really gross <laughs> and I also just didn't like anyone yeah um I think the fact that they slept on a water bed was disgusting yeah, water beds are, I, Have I, you ever slept on a water disgusting. bed? Have you ever slept on? I one? have. They're yeah, just, they're horrible. They're just my right. my stepdad oh, had one. Gross. Which was that was one. Oh my god! <sighs> Knowing Step- that that he and my mom are on a water bed oh, every night god. made me want to vomit. Oh, I'm so sorry. Hearing it slosh. I feel like oh no. I was not. I mean, I didn't mm. like really hear it slosh. No, but, like, but you could imagine. It was fucking gross. You don't need to hear it to be disgusted by it. I don't know uh, why I never thought to like puncture a hole in it or something. Right. Holy crap. He just, that guy was disgusting. And waterbeds are disgusting. Yeah, they are. And they're dangerous. And they're dangerous. Yeah. And like, you deserve to get like a hole in one. Oh my God. Yeah. Ugh. They're so tacky. They're tacky. And, and inconvenient. And they're not good for your back. No. They actually are really bad they're for terrible. you. They're terrible. Anyway. Um, a few notes about the production. <laughs> so I feel like I don't. It's a great transition. Can't get past this. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, this was based on a novel. And when this novel was published, uh, Therese Racan, it was very scandalous because it had this whole element yeah. of the adultery and murder. Again, it was, and it was the- pre-Dracula too, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's like yeah. something I read well, about that. Well, the, the, the book actually is absent of the vampire myth. He kind of fused some oh. idea he had with that story. Oh, so there's just a melange of It's a melange. Stuff. It's a melange. It's a real, yeah. real mirepoix. Real mirepoix. Uh, <laughs> This is uh, Park's first vampire movie, uh, and it, it's worth noting that, like, as far according to him, maybe he's not correct, but mm. there's really no Korean vampire myth to speak of. Yeah, I don't know. I, so I, I'm, I'll, yeah, I'll admit I have. I see there's still a lot of Korean films I haven't seen. But right. Yeah, I don't, I don't so I, I think that's kind of interesting that he wanted to, you know, yeah. do one. Um, but that's kind of what it feels like. I did one. Yeah. <laughs> um, there you go. This is also the first mainstream. Korean film to feature full frontal male nudity. Oh, right. Yeah. Eh. Eh. I mean, it wasn't sexy. It was yeah, a no. very sad, disturbing. Oh, it wasn't that, supposed to be a sexy no, scene. No, 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 no. For no. sure. That God, was definitely no, not. That was, that was not just, hot. That was awful. Um, and what a weird, like, just the ego thing, like the weird check on that, like how yeah. they, they did nothing. He just walked away. Yeah. He just raped a girl and walked away. Like, well, like, they, like, punch him, and then, yeah, you just kind of... And then they and just then let him just, go. They, and then he just gets away. Because this was the guy they were worshipping. Yeah. And it's like, I just thought about... They're like, all just shocked about it. Yeah, I just feel like it was, like, every cult and every, you know, that has... But also, that. what a dick way for him to feel that that right. was how he needed to tell them, like, I need these people to stop worshipping me. I'll rape this girl. I know. Like, what <laughs> This guy hell? fucking sucked. He dearly does. He sucked, he fucked, and he sucked the whole time. <laughs> uh, despite your take... It did open number one at the 
box office in South Korea. It, it account- titty. Yeah, it counted for 30% of all the ticket sales like that weekend. No, it's, it's like it's artistically um, made and stuff. Yeah, and it was also like, a joint co-production. This was Universal, and it's the first time there was a, a Korean and U.S. co-production mm-hmm. ever, which I'm actually shocked. That seems like really late 2009. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, Korean cinema is kind of... Um, you know, well, as I learned about the director, you know, he grew up in a time where there wasn't really a lot available. You know, there weren't a lot of, there were none or very few uh, film schools. There wasn't really like any kind of a community or culture to embrace or reject, you know. Yeah. So he's very much like a self-taught uh, fella, you know. You know, the very, just a totally random thing that popped yeah. in my head, too, is just the rock that the husband is holding in the vision mm. they have of him reminds me of the rock from Parasite. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. There's something there. I know it's not the same rock. It has nothing to do. I'm just shoot. I'm just, well, I'm forcing it, but it's because it's just because there's that one same actor as well. Uh, Yeah. I mean, he and uh, Bong Joon-ho are both defining Korean scent, putting it on, you know, putting it on a global stage. like the the thing, something about rocks. Yeah. They're into rock. Yeah. Because Mother had that thing too, where that girl, remember, got struck in the back of the head with the rock. I think somebody said or tweeted, (laughs) same thing, I guess. Bong Joon-ho does, makes head injuries, like, feel so horrible. Yeah. Like, he's so good at that. Uh, we're fragile. It's true. Uh, some other movies that came out at the time were Obsessed, Earth, The Soloist, 17 Again, State of Play. The 17 Again. Yeah. Also, X-Men Origins, Wolverine, Battle for Terra, and The Girls, of, or The Ghosts of Girlfriends Past, which... Oh, my gosh. I can't believe how many... I can't believe that was made. Um... This did win the uh, Cannes Jury Prize, and it was nominated for Palme d'Or. Um, All right. Did you look into any reviews? I can just say this has been a very well-received. It's a high-starred film. Yeah. That's what I, of my brief, I, I looked at stuff. I yeah. just didn't, I totally didn't agree. forgot to save stuff. No, no. It's and also, fun. it's hard to, yeah, I kind it's of just don't agree. Yeah. I, it's not that it's, it's like, again, I acknowledge that this is a good Yeah. Mo- it's it's worth watching. There's a reason it's in the Criterion Vampire like yeah. selection mix. I get that. I, I do. Just, um, yeah, the sex stuff like yeah was was very gross and uncomfortable. Yeah, they like licking digits, not hot. toes and armpits. Not and, hot. Yeah, that was. And yeah, and I was like, I he I, was thirsty. That's I for thought sure. it was. I I liked when she puts on his shoes at the end. Like, I liked the. I always like when they do those kinds of callback things I at did the too. ends. But also, I thought she. But I hated that she, it was like uh, the shoe drops. Like, yeah, the other like, yeah. shit drops, right? It's very That was very on the nose. It was so on the nose. I did think that shot at the end, the overhead of the cliff revealing the ocean, was gorgeous. Why should the mom have the... I hope the. I hope she starved and died in that car. Yeah, I don't that know. That lady sucked. That lady sucked like, so hard. I don't like the idea of her she getting to like smile and be like, yeah, good, fuck those vampires. She smelled her own son's fart and is like diagnosing it. Ew. It was so disgusting. <laughs> That's some biodome shit. No, nah, this I, movie this movie has everything. It has it's everything. Got, yeah. This is he's clearly was a biodome big bio, uh, fan. Big biodome. Yeah, he loved Polly Shore. Oh goodness. Yeah, he did. Um so Park Chan Wook uh, was born <laughs> August twenty third, nineteen sixty three in Seoul, South Korea. His father was an architecture professor specializing in color. Uh, his father was also an amateur painter. I just want to mention, amateur is a word that usually gets used disparagingly, and I yeah. get why. But like, I just I think it's interesting. The ama part is about like love, like yeah. you do something for love, not necessarily professionally. Yeah, 
Embrace the word amateur. I'm an amateur Diet Coke drinker. There you go. I'm very proud of that. See, I feel like I'm a professional researcher and amateur comedian. There you go. You know, because I'm not... For I'm the not, love. I'm not earning a, a, a living on jokes, so I can't claim that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. That's what, anyway, that's what I'm going to say. Yeah, thanks. Until somebody kicks into a... Until we're here. discovered. Yeah. Anyway, uh, father into architecture. I, could, I wanted to find something about his mother... But unsurprising, couldn't find anything. Oh dear. I'm sure she had thoughts and dreams and, and feelings. I don't know. Did she though, or was she just another la- was she just a lady raw? But Bessie that needed to get put down. Maybe I don't no. know. Anyway, uh, I did find out though his maternal grandfather collected art, so he was taken to galleries a lot uh, with his brother when he was a kid. So mm-hmm. he kind of has like a you know painterly. He's described as having a painterly quality in some of his shots and in his work. And I do think the first shot of this movie felt that way. It was like the shadow of the tree on the white wall of the. There's a lot of very artsy choices. A, right yeah, now. there's that blood that very towards the end you see that blood ocean with the whale i thought that was a little cartoon oh okay i'm not feeling like just touching no listen some of the cgi was not good that was weird like some of it looked like a video game it looks like like when they were hopping on the roofs i was like some of that's some of it's fun but yeah i was very like oh this is twilight (laughs) it was yeah a little bit twilight Um, baby well anyway he came no it's fine he came (laughs) of age uh like i said during a time that was really turbulent in korea the 80s democracy was being fought for as I said, the film scene just didn't really exist, uh, or it was very, very small. So, um, but as a child, he had watched movies on American Forces Korea Network, which is kind of like a channel certainly set up during the Korean War, but they mm-hmm. showed a lot of foreign movies. So, uh, with um, English subtitles. So he would watch a lot of things on a black and white TV, um, not knowing quite what was being said, but, in, you know, ingesting things. So he kind of had a, I think he understood like cinematic language a lot of visual. Yes. He's a visual learner. He's a visual guy. Um, he attended Sogang University, which is a prestigious Jesuit school. Uh, he studied philosophy, but he was really disappointed in its analytical focus uh, and how there weren't really many offerings on aesthetics or these issues of, you know, in visual interpretation, things like that. And I got to say, a lot of, yeah, a lot of philosophies frustrating to me in that analytical way where it's like if you ask like well what what do you need to have a good life they'd be like well what do you mean by good and what do you mean by life and it's like you know like that kind of thing like ah (laughs) yes that's you're the worst yes that's why cheaty on the good place was always treated as the worst Uh. totally uh so anyway he started a film club called so gang film community where he screened vhs bootlegs of foreign movies so this is like how it started there you go uh he thought he was going to become an art critic but he changed course and decided to become a filmmaker officially uh the story goes that it was vertigo that did it he saw vertigo and you know so he ad'd for a bit he wrote he was still doing criticism but uh his first film he made in 1992 and it was called the moon is the sun's dream great title unfortunately yeah. not very successful um and five years pass, and he makes another film called Trio, also not successful. Now I'm trying to put myself in the heads, the mindset of that. You know, you you pinch, you save, you you go to a lot of effort to make a film. Very relatable. And then it goes nowhere, and yeah. then you're like, okay, my heart got broken, but I guess I'm gonna stay in this. So everybody's got to you gotta right? start somewhere. You gotta exactly. You gotta and go. then you go, and you're like, all right, we're gonna let's try again. I'm ready to love again, and then you get your heart broken again. Yeah. Uh, finally, though, three years later, uh, Joint Security Area, which he wrote and directed, uh, came out in 2000, and that finally got a lot of attention. Uh, the Park himself credits that mostly to the fact that he really opened up collaboration with mm. the actors. 
Um, and I think what you were saying, like he's a visual guy, I think maybe he really depends on actors to help not write, but fill in those reactions. Mm-hmm. Like, and I read somewhere in an interview and I'm paraphrasing, but he was saying like directors who are so particular or like it has to be this way or it has to be that. I can only shoot during gold now or whatever. He's like, why don't you just get into animation where yeah. everything is perfect and exactly what you want? Because yeah. like I'm making film and there's there's things that happen that I don't control. Yeah. I don't know. I just you thought that... You have to enjoy those variables. Exactly. That's, that's otherwise... What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, it's a very um, unhappy existence. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Old Boy. That's another film he right. made a couple years later. Uh, there's also a S- Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance. This is in no particular order. Sympathy for Lady Vengeance. Uh, I'm a cyborg, but that's okay. <laughs> it's a fun title. I do like that title. Thirst, then Stoker, then The Handmaiden, which is a huge right. hit. Right. Huge, huge hit. And like has massive fan communities in Korea. Like people, there's holidays, there's songs, there's fan art, there's fan fiction, there's stickers, there's badges. I like he's like, got this kind of upward, like he, mm-hmm. he doesn't... He didn't, still let those, he didn't let those fail early on failures uh, define him. Or yeah, so, or I respect that. I respect that He's, he he keeps improving on himself. Yeah, plus he wrote for a lot of people as well. He's got a lot yeah. of writing credits. He always kept busy, you know. Um, and by the way, Joint Security Area, the, the thing that was his breakthrough, sounded interesting because it's about um, four soldiers who are stationed at the DMZ, two on the north and two on the south. And it's mm-hmm. about them forming a friendship like across the border, even though like that's strictly forbidden. And it's a tragedy, um, mm-hmm. so, you know, spoiler. Um, at the time, it was like the highest grossing film in Korea, so it was like this really big deal. Um, but The Handmaiden is like, you know, took that to a whole other level. I mean, yeah. like, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, um, he has a new film coming out that just came out, uh-huh. uh, which I forgot, because I didn't write it down. Victoria. I know. I'm not doing I it. I did nothing, and you did, you, <laughs> you missed one thing. I'm like, I, gotta, I don't care. Okay, so yeah. the, his latest film is Decision to Leave, uh, which just came out a couple weeks ago. What is it called? Decision to Leave. Oh, okay, gotcha. So, and I don't know. I mean, the reviews are good, but yeah. it seems like the reviews are always good for this. Well, except for maybe those first two. I don't know. Oh, okay, he's 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 I, by he's the way. gotten better at doing. Uh, yeah, yeah. I liter I heard there was a story about his first film that he said he couldn't even get anyone to review it. So mm. his friend, who was a reviewer, was like, okay you can write a review of your own movie and we'll publish it under my name because he didn't feel right reviewing it as a friend, but he was fine with it. That's so funny to me. Anyway, so just on the subject of reviews. And speaking of reviews, uh, Liam on on Letterboxd, I just like this one, three and a half stars. He thirsty, but she thirstier. (laughs) That's perfect. That's perfect. I like don't even. Oh, that's perfect. I don't even really Good job, Liam. Um, Let me see. Give me another. I need another shot. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> trying to. I don't know. It's got, some of these are either too wordy or they're okay. I know. I know. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah good. Another three and a half from Jay. I can excuse drinking blood during sex, but I draw the line at licking feet. <laughs> yeah, I noticed yeah. the feet licking. There was some armpit licking. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was like for something that people describe as having erotic scenes. I'm like, no, this did not. No, this I was. Is, I was never turned on. I was. Th- this always, movie was, I was like, always at least a little bit grossed out. Yeah, it, the movie's like a. It's like a wet brown paper bag. You know, you're just like, ugh. <laughs> like Aha, this one's funny. Oh, hit me. Here. Okay, from from Francis Meth, three stars. Park, don't make me tap the sign, and then it <laughs> says the sign. Do not waste great cinematography on stupid characters. <laughs> 
Perfect. I think that's it's still a three star yeah. review. It's more positive. Three star. Most of the reviews are around that four star yeah, range yeah. that I'm looking at here. Okay. So people seem to at least appreciate um, like the artistic merit of this. And again, I think that's kind of yeah. certainly where, where I mean, we, we seem to stand. That to, is where you know? we're at. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I think uh, Kim OK Bin, who played Teju, I think she was magnificent. I liked watching her. She was, she was, I She was compelling. I can't, I can't help but think like, hey, good for her. She should have had a sequel, like where she lived. I think that would have been. And I mean, I, I don't. compelling. Yeah. Uh, it was dumb of her. She was, she was yeah. dumb too to assume that like that girl wasn't killed though towards the end. Yeah. The one yeah, when yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, I got, you can't have, well, you had your fill. I'm having some blood too. And it's like. What is that? Also like the aesthetics of like. She when, they, her off. when they painted the inside of their apartment. Oh, I hated the white, oh, like a sanatorium. I was like, was oh, this so, is so. It was so painful to look it, at. It was hard to look at. He's he's like, it's trying to remind him of daytime. I'm like, are you dumb? <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know. So, I'm like, that's such a rudimentary, like. <laughs> like. We'll paint it white. And yeah. And we'll hang, yeah, and we'll hang these like. An like an insane asylum. And they hung those like. They weren't fluorescents. I think they were something better, but the kind of beam lights that are... Oh, it's awful. I don't know. I was... It sounded terrible. Everything was, like I said, kind of... Yeah. What, 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 Like, the logic was not, was not, uh... I didn't ask a lot of questions. I, I was like, at first, again, I was really into it. And that's when I texted you. I'm like, oh, this is really good. But I'm mm-hmm. like, I should have waited to the end. Why did I text you at the beginning? <laughs> because I'm like, oh. oh, did you? Yeah, I did. It's <laughs> funny. I thought you had already watched it all. And as it was how, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, shit. Be one of those ones where I like, where you're like pussyfooting around trying to like, trying to be like, what did you think, think of it? No. Oh, she liked this. No, I, oh, I liked no. it at it's first. It's okay. You were allowed to like. Well, I, I think I liked it more than you. Yes, you did. I definitely liked it more than you. Absolutely, and you're, and that's okay. That's okay. I'm not judging. Um, I also, once again, it's kind of like um, Lair of the White Worm. I'm like, oh, I wish this wasn't the first one of his movies I saw. Yeah, like I still would be so, like down to. We could we could come back to something. I know this is a tough. It's a I tough was, one. I was maybe not right. I was going to make a declarative statement and say I would sooner rewatch this than Old Boy, but I honestly okay. think I would probably. And I've seen I've Old Boy seen a couple Old times. Boy. It's it's. It's rough. Okay. I mean, no, it's it's like, it's one of his best, but yeah. it's also like, it's pretty brutal. It's like sex and violence, right? It's sex and violence and That's like some, and a, and a couple like very intense twists that like, I, if you've, you gotta go in blind. Okay. But yeah. even, I would still rewatch that before I rewatched this. Yeah, I don't blame you. Cause it's more like compelling action. It's more like, you know, whereas this one, I think just, yeah, I was like mm-hmm. really, there's gross shit that happens in old boy, but the grossness is like. It's getting dark. It was, it's really this movie is this movie was yucky. It was a little yucky. And the lizard, there's those little like those little tweezer scissors too. Oh god. And I hated that. That had me on edge. And I think like oh, I the first that. time that happened, I think that's like part of why I was like compelled because I was like, "Oh my fucking god, this is so nerve-wracking." Yeah, it was very stressful. Yeah. I felt bad for her too, the girl because like she just needed a hairbrush and like the, the you know when she finally gets the vampire oh she's she gets she's vampi- looking real vampirized. good she got the glow up you know yeah, she got the glow up i almost was kind of hoping at the end it would have been hilarious if like they're on they're on the car and like the sun comes up and nothing happens they just maybe they sparkle or something like they yeah don't actually, like a twilight. they don't actually burn to a crisp they're just like yeah. they just get hotter <laughs> yeah oh like sexier <laughs> yeah they just get they just get even sexier even sexier uh, like drippier and yeah cool i'm a monster or whatever he says yeah there were there were so many 
there was a lot of information. You know, like I said, it felt like three movies in one. You know, there was also a lot of stuff that was unresolved. The implications heavy enough. But like that guy who comes play Mahjong with them, the guy who was like a former cop or something right. or a corrupt cop, it's like so heavily implied that like he raped her. Yeah. And it's like, and he says that thing callously about like women shouldn't get go under, you know, sedation with male doctors. No, they, like they, they raped they, them. No, he 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 I thought he did. I mean, I, I was there I were was so many sure he did. exchanges of glances. I'm like, there's no way that now, didn't happen. Wasn't there a scene where it did? Like, didn't didn't was she there get, actually a scene? Because I thought she she, get, she fucked I, another guy. Oh, at the table. you know, okay, I'm getting him. Con- no, yeah. I got confused. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. No, no. Different, so a different dude came back. A different and was dude. Like, oh, you need me taking care. Okay, yeah. sorry. He was I saying something. Those yeah. Well, also that same dude at one point he was offering like, oh, come fishing sometime. But he's like, but um, he was like, come come at night during the day is difficult. And then later I was like. Is that guy? Is he a vampire? Like, oh my god! And then that never, it never came never back. Came <laughs> this girl was such a like. She just, she was not meant for this world. She was no. always, she was always going to be someone's prey. It's so, and un- it's it makes sad me that angry. this one, that this this priest guy, the father, thinks that he's so much better than all these other hounds, and it, like he died, like she dies, yeah. she dies twice by him. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, he kills one, her. This girl, just, I can understand her her, yeah. her rage issues. Oh, she, I can understand her like. Absolutely. Relishing and like she thought, sucking off and killing these people. Oh my people. god, she's also like she thought she was free and then like this asshole drives you to the beach like yeah. before dawn what and like fucking dick. what an asshole. All right. He's, he's yeah. somehow because he's been so correct up until this point about, so about correct. as yeah. far as being a judge of moral. I gotta character. say, between Buffy and interviews with a vampire and this, I am tired of vampires with souls. I am over it. I am yeah. so tired. It's not I'm done. I'm over it. Um, I'm, I'm right there with you. Who's your best supporting player? It's tough, uh, right? Uh, Kang yeah, Wu. Yeah, Kang Wu for Kang sure. Kang Wu, who was played by Shin Ha Kyun. He, he, he was expressive. He was expressive. He had like the most charisma. It almost was like, he did. I kind of almost wish we were watching that flavor of movie more. Yeah, like, I wish we I were leaning more into that kind of dark humor a little yeah. bit. I mean, I was so with her when he and his mother were showing that horrible codependence. Yeah, they like, so nasty and gross. I mean, but it was farts, entertaining. Farts I, mean, yeah. I mean, as gross but it was, as... Yeah, it's engaging. I mean, as gross as it was, I'm like, <gasps> you know, at home, you know, like, reacting, like, that's disgusting. I just the, vomited in my mouth. But yeah, <laughs> I, I like the dark humor stuff. A bit. It's kind of, yeah. it's in the same way with, like, Parasite, part of what makes that movie really uh, engaging to watch is it has a sense of humor, even though they're dealing with some very serious, severe issues. Did you see Parasite? Yeah, oh, yes. oh, yeah. So like, you know, when yes. when the nurse first comes, or the house lady, she first comes out to grab the the, the wife mom and like yeah. has to like snap at her to yeah. like, she's so pilled out. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, oh no, the class issues that are, I mean, Parasite is fantastic. The, like but, the dark humor of it. Yeah, I think, um, I think a lot of Korean cinema, well, it's not what I think. It, it's a thing people have observed is that, you know, because, um, you know, the, the fight for democracy is still a very recent memory, um, issues of class and equality and things like that are, are still very much front of mind for people yeah. in a way that is front of mind for some people now, but not enough people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and I, I'll just say, would you watch this again? No. Yeah, no. no. Okay, me neither. I don't I know. Res- Respect it. Yeah. Okay, like I get it. I respect it, but like respect. No. But um, respect. I, I hope everyone made some money on that. It sounds like they did. 
And yeah, I hope it, everyone had a good shooting experience. Like, I hope it was this. This movie's not falling through the cracks. Okay, the, oh, definitely I, I, my, not. My opinion's not the nail in the coffin. It's on Criterion. It's got three point seven on I also, on Letterbox. You yeah, know, this also kind of doing just fine. Yeah, and it's you know the fact that the fact that this was a co-production with Universal. Mm-hmm. You know, I I brought this up when we were talking about Nope, but like. Universal's been doing some interesting things. Yeah. They're trying different things. They're yeah. like, you know what? Let's get in that. Like, let's get involved in this. Like, Korean cinema is clearly, like, yeah. having a real moment. And, and not a moment. I mean, a fully-fledged movement is happening, mm-hmm. you know? And horror in particular is very interesting coming out of there. And I was glad that we did this because I I wanted to get more acquainted with some of those, like, some of those aspects. I mean, we did a little bit with Mother, you know, mm-hmm. and it, and I'm now beginning to see like, oh, right, there are these no, recurring this is a, this themes. Is definitely there, a different flavor. It is a very different flavor. But it's, yeah, thematically, there's right? like overlap. And I like that. I like that they don't shy away from that shit because I think we we pretend that we don't have class and that's bullshit. Yeah. We absolutely do. Um, thank you for listening. Yeah. It's always, I, last week, I think I cut it off abruptly and I was like, that's weird. Oh. Why did I do that? Like in my recording, the editing, not us. How are you? Yeah. How are you doing, everybody? We, let us know. Let us know. Yeah. We're still on Twitter, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. <laughs> I guess we're still on Twitter. Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I, I get why people are leaving, but then I'm also like, I can't boycott everything that's owned by someone well, I don't it, like. Well, it could change hands just as easily overnight to somebody yeah. else. Like, I mean, I don't know. I'm not for it. I just want to yeah. make it clear. I'm not. But We are everything's, on Twitter. Can we just agree that everything is fucked? And yeah. like, we're all equally guilty and complicit in our own. I mean, not equally. There are people who are way more guilty. But know. but we're participants, right? In our own. I don't like, think there's any ethical social media platform out there. Exactly. TikTok, TikTok's got a lot of issues. Yeah. And, and I'm not trying to disparage an entire nation. It's just that TikTok is a that's a Chinese company, you know, right. or it's part of like a larger like organization. And like. This is full conspiracy theory. I don't believe this. I'm just, but somebody okay. said, but somebody was suggesting that like they want to decentralize or destabilize a nation. Just like get them to all dance into an app. Like TikTok in China is like apparently used for different things. Yeah, like inspiring things. Well, like I mean, there are, it's not just the. You're right. Stuff. It's There's not. I'm of... being. I'm being such a boomer right now no, with my but attitude. Is, but the people really do think that. Like, I can't. I people can't. People really do think that. Yeah, it's true. It's funny how like the words TikTok though, I, I can say them, I can say them. But in my head, I'm like, I, 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 it's I mean, a silly I, sounding app, right? It, I, and I feel like I, I sound old saying it. I remember like you know? Twitter being a newer thing. I remember there yeah. being some commercial that's talking about like, so and so many people are tweeting right now. So and so many people are wondering yeah. what is Twitter right, right now? Right, right. Like, oh, and now, I mean, now the local news and national news, they, Twitter is like a regular source. Right. They're like, oh, these people are tweeting this out. And I mean, it's it's become legit. I mean, we saw in the Arab Spring, like it was used as a tool, which is why yeah. the internet is shut down in Iran right now, because they don't want people using social media and they don't want people communicating. So, you know. Yeah. Um, anyway. Find us on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Uh, also support um, anything having to do with women in Iran. I'm just putting that out sure, there. Sure, yeah. I mean, I'm not just virtue signaling oh, here. Oh, no, you're like, fine. I, I thought you were going to say you should buy our merch. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, you, you could do that, too. But that I, too. I would be happier somewhere. I would. I, I wouldn't know, but you would know. And you'd feel good for me. Good. You'd feel good for Victoria. But you could also you, you could also buy a sticker or you a mug. You could also just buy a pillow with some lips yeah. on it. 
Maybe I'll just add us a Patreon so people can just like throw money at us. I mean, I should probably do that. And then we could just send them a sticker if they if, if they, they do that. If they donate. Yeah. Starting at five dollars, you can get a two inch sticker. I mean, Actually, that just it, I, well, and I got to pay for postage. So. Oh right. <laughs> yeah, it really would be like a five dollar sticker. I don't know. I mean, it's postage. I'd put it in an envelope with a stamp. You postage. would get a. You would like get a a handwritten card from me for five dollars. You know, some people don't even give you stuff at five dollars. So do they really? They what? I don't know. Holy shit! I wouldn't know. I don't. I don't subscribe to anyone's Patreon. Yeah, I don't I'm either. Just why I'm dubious about yeah. setting one up because <laughs> I'm like, does anyone do this? I don't. Some people do. People apparently, do. They do. I guess we can take money. We accept know. tips. I'll take That'll be my money. homework this week. I'll set us up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks uh, for listening. Thanks. Bye. Bye.